2: Is the Cuse Militia? Now, those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe.
1: It's the most brutal thing I've seen in thirty years. Welcome, Orange Men and Ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there, join the militia. This is our first preview of the football season. And Joe couldn't be
2: happier. Yes, sir. I'm ready. So I am ready, yeah. buddy. Yeah. I know. Big We've game. Talked about it.
1: Once it gets rolling, I'll be fine.
2: Once it. Gets no, it started away, on Saturday. There's only twelve one, games. I but.
1: understand that, but once Syracuse, I watched the UConn game, which I a was a little bit right. I watched it from about the second quarter till I lost interest in the fourth quarter, about halfway. Through.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of interesting because I know uh, Taquan Roberson is a transfer from uh, Penn State actually, and he started the, the game and he got the first touchdown. UConn and UConn actually went up fourteen nothing in this game, yeah. uh, but he was out of the game late. Their second string quarterback came in. They struggled to throw the ball, uh, and once Utah State figured out what they were doing, Utah State put up a twenty four spot in the second quarter and. Uh, from there, really, UConn didn't have anything. So I remember I called you and I was like, "Oh, I don't know if this UConn is going to be as big as a gimme as we think. Uh, they got a pretty good running back, but um, yeah, it just seemed like they weren't very diverse on it's offense." And
1: the longevity of it, they just <clears throat> they just couldn't hang long enough. But they jumped out quick and it looked good no. for a little bit,
2: but for a second, yeah, yeah, I mean, Florida, Florida State, UNC took care of their, you know they FCS opponents, um, you know, which is was expected, you know, and I even got to watch a little bit of old old uh, Tommy DeVito. Got the, the starting job at Illinois, brought Bielma, the the coach over there, and they were playing against Wyoming at um at home and um he I mean he didn't look ho- horrible. Twenty seven or uh, thirty seven for one hundred and ninety four yards and two touchdowns, but
1: Yeah, you know, did you, you listen to the what's floating around social media and all that right
2: i heard about it
1: okay well i got the clip
2: no you so don't.
1: <laughs> yeah so look the one well one rule we kind of have here is that when people leave then we wish we wish them the best and yeah. we, we let them go mm-hmm. it's not once an orange always orange in my opinion If you leave and you go...
2: No, Illinois is orange and blue, too. (laughs) He almost looks the same. He kind
1: of looked. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, he did. It
2: wasn't 13, it was 3, but he kind of looked like... Instead of an S, there was an I on his helmet. Right. Other than that.
1: Wrong shade of blue. Uh, A little bit, uh, yeah. But, um, you know, it's just... Wasn't a good fit. I don't think Tommy wanted to be here. And this clip kind of shows... I mean, you tell me. But I'll play it. We'll talk about it. Um... It's not too controversial or anything, and I'm I'm not hating the guy. I'm not hating on him at all. I think he did good. It's a good opening game for Tommy DeVito. He seems very happy where he's at, and um, for him – that's, that's great. That's what he's looking for. That's all that matters. But let's listen to this, and we'll talk about it real quick after.
2: Let's go along with that. What about the offensive line? Because they, they really gave you great protection as well as making holes for chasing Chase. In those listen, games.
1: I'm not taking any shots here, but I think this was the first game that I've been in where I did not get sacked. Am I fair to say that? So they did an awesome job. I mean, as far as the play calling as well, just scheming it up against the defense because obviously we didn't know what exactly we were getting
0: into. Okay,
2: I'll ask you, Tommy. the run
0: game, and. Pretty good grass
2: protection. This
0: is kind
1: of a new world for you, huh? No doubt. Yeah, it was was a lot of fun. Like I said, my body feels good right now. Uh, I'm still going to hydrate and take care of it going into the week because we have a short week coming up with the game on Friday against the Big Ten opponents, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay, I don't know much about Wyoming. So with that said, Joel, I'll leave that up to you. You probably know more than I know, so I'm going to stay in my lane. But I'll say this. Um, The uh, – if you watch it, it looks teed up. He's ready for it, okay? And if it is, it is a shot, and here's the thing. It is a shot. It's a legit shot. It's. <sighs> I mean, it's not – you can't sit here as a Syracuse de- fan and defend the fact that the offensive line has been awful, right? So there's two things he misses out on, in, in, in my opinion. First of all, the reporters are totally egging him on, Okay. There's one guy, snickering, and then there's there's the second report there. I'll say it, Tommy. Well, you know, Mm, you got the run game, dude. You had Sean Tucker last year. I mean, give me a break. Mm. (laughs) So um, there's two things here. First of all, he says I'm not trying to take shots here. Take the shot and own it. Be a man about it. Own that poop. Do it and do it right and own it. And and that gains respect. Okay. Whether whether or not whether or not us Syracuse fans like it or not is true. The only thing that's not true is, is in his last start for Syracuse, he did not get sacked. I only had to go back one game to check. <laughs> <So,
2: laughs> well, so he didn't play the whole I get game, it, no, either. I
1: get it. I get it. Um, true. But here's the other thing. Here's the other thing, too. Here's the other thing. Um, he's missing the point of why he wasn't there. And the point was that he was getting sacked a lot. Because he wasn't as mobile. Syracuse had a problem, that problem is the offensive line. To fix that problem, they put in Garrett Schrader. He performed well. his athleticism uh, was needed for sure last year, which is why Tommy lost his starting job. and um, I think that's missed. Like it wasn't because they didn't like Tommy, It wasn't because this there or the other. I don't think Tommy wanted to be there. I think his true feelings showed, you know he doesn't feel like he was getting um, enough respect. On the offensive line end of things, so that's yeah. that's my take.
2: Well, in like what you said, I mean, it is a shot. Don't sure. don't yeah. don't preface a shot with "I'm not trying to take a shot." But you, you don't have to say it then, right? Right? We all know what the deal was. But at the end of the day, we talked about this for the past couple of years that Devito was there. I think we got to a point where we said that. DeVito wasn't going to be able to be successful unless there was a really good talent around him, right? He wasn't going to be the guy that – and we talked about that. And I we bet also you there's audio year. of
1: it, sure, of us yeah, saying we, that.
2: Yeah, and we also talked last year about the fact that it wasn't just the Lions' fault. It wasn't just the quarterback's fault, but the receivers, the offensive coordinator, a lot of that stuff uh, got better. So, again, you know – not owning up to it, because at the end of the day, like you said, Schrader didn't get a sack as much as him. Schrader handled that pressure and handled the lack of that talent around him a lot better. And that's why he's not there, right? So maybe Illinois does have a little bit of, you know, uh, better talent around them. Or maybe Wyoming's just not that good. Um, to me, again, it's just kind of, you know, we've always kind of – and again, we we wanted him to be great, right? And when he left, we want him to have a good career. But I think that there's been a little bit of cockiness surrounding him and I think you know people have kind of felt that especially around the Syracuse fans and stuff and just to come out after a a, you know a non-conference game against Wyoming and talk like that I mean look they got Indiana this week Friday at eight o'clock.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
2: on Fox Sports 1 for all y'all that want to watch and see how many times he doesn't get sacked or how well he does but um I mean let's be honest Chase Brown he had 151 yards rushing and three total touchdowns uh they were all ahead the whole game and he averaged uh you know 5.2 yards a um carry no a throw oh Tommy did a, a, a completion so I mean the long the longest throw was I think or the longest completion was 27 yard throw Um, so, you know, he managed the game. Let's see what happens when they need to score. They need to match, you know, other teams are scoring and stuff like that. Or they play, uh, you know, a a better defense. Um, so again, you know, it's, you look at it and you're like, eh, but I always look at that like, okay, like I'm not, I'm not wishing the worst on you, but like karma's is kind of a bitch, you know, it's just, and there's a long season there. I don't
1: think our, look. I don't think it's any secret how we felt about last year's quarterback controversy, if you will. I've been pretty honest about it. That's one thing we are on this show is we're like, I'm not going to say the things I feel like people want to hear. Joe, I know you don't. You're gonna, you, we kind of just say what we think. And, mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's shallow and sometimes it's even more shallow. But we at least say what we're going to think, what we think, right? So... Um, You know, good on Tommy with with the win. Like you said, we'll see. I'm old enough to remember the time Tommy DeVito came in for Eric Dungy in the UNC game and lit the place on fire. And we thought he was the next coming of uh, Joe Montana. So, uh, you know, and then fell on his face thereafter. And I think, you know, we remember that, okay? He's got talent. There's no doubt about it. How much talent? I don't know. That's all. Really, keep an eye on it. You know, it's the same thing with Kadari Richmond, kinda in a way. Is that I don't think they wanted to be here. You know what I mean? It just, it just didn't feel like, didn't feel like to me that they um, were, were. I don't know if it was a fit in thing, but it just, just sometimes. Like that's didn't what want. I
2: mean. I think sometimes things don't fit. You know? It,
1: it, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. So, you know, he sat for a little bit watching Eric Dungy, and, and he finally got a shot, and just did, the pieces weren't there for him. So, anyways, yeah. Um, anyway, normally we wouldn't bring it up, but he took the shot. I feel like everybody should hear it and kind of think, you know, just yeah. add, add your thoughts. So, okay. Yep. Um, look, the all-time series between the Cardinals in Syracuse sits at 13-7 and seven in favor of the Cardinals. Um, They've taken 10 of the last 12, dating back to 2009, okay? Um, Syracuse has only won one out of the last eight games since uh, joining the ACC uh, in 2014. They've played on the road five out of eight of those games um, due to, th- I mean, a lot of that was the COVID stuff that was yep. ridiculous. Um, so you'd hope something would change soon, and why not the first game of the season at the in, the, in a newly named JMA Dome, right? To do so, obviously, though, requires Orange to contain Malik Cunningham. The guy rushed for over 1,000 yards. He led his team in rushing last year. Um, he passed for close to 3,000 yards with uh, 2,941. Uh, out of 337 pass attempts last year, he only threw six interceptions. Uh, just, that's remarkable. Seventh best QB rating in the country, according to Noon's Magician. Uh, so, between his elusiveness and the offensive line, he was only sacked 20 times last year, which seems... L- I mean, when you think about it, I guess it's not a ton, but it's not, it's not great. I thought it would be lower. Uh, the defense gave up an average. Their uh, Cardinals defense gave an average, up an average of 27 points last year, but combined for 31 sacks and 15 turnovers. So um, there's room for them to improve there. But um, this will be Cunningham and Satterfield's first time playing together as Cardinals in the Dome. It's both their fourth year. Is that right? Satter, but has Satterfield been to the dome for no. another school? He had okay. All right, I just didn't have time to look. that No,
2: I I, I listened to his his uh, pregame his presser press and he said he's never been there. Yeah.
1: Okay, um, so they're gonna return uh, the second and third leading rushers and in Jalen Mitchell and, and um, Travion Cooley, um, the returning tight end Marshall Ford, who uh, ended up the lead receiver last year, and then uh, to the press conference that you're talking about. So I think it's, is it Tyon? Tyon? Evans? Yeah. He was listed as their starting running back for coming into the Dome. Um, Evans is a transfer out of Tennessee. So all together, they gives them four de- pretty decent running backs with with him, Jalen Mitchell, uh, Jawar Jordan. Uh, we all know Jawar Jordan from Syracuse. And uh, Travion Cooley. So Satterfield noted in his press conference it's going to be a good competition for those guys. Uh, basically, they're all going to be used and um, they're stacked at running back. Second thing noted out of the press conference was that the Cardinals have been dominating Syracuse, um, as we already mentioned, and of course um, had to play Louisville last year on Lamar Jackson Day <laughs> at, at no. Louisville, right? Forty-one to three loss before that, thirty-one to zero loss, two thousand nineteen, the fifty-six to thirty-four loss, and then two thousand eighteen. Was was the year? That was the game I went to at the dome. Um, Eric Dungy's last home game, where they where they beat the Cardinals. Of course, Satterfield, Satterfield played coy about the whole thing, and as he should, right? um He didn't. He says he's not putting any stock in previous games. So, um also the buzz around Louisville apparently for the preseason is that Satterfield may be on the hot seat coming into this year. I I don't think so. I feel like he's a good coach, but you know how fans are. So. He noted that he's trying to build a program. Every year's crucial uh, when you're trying to do that. Of course, he just stated that he's just going to go out there and win, right? So, obviously, Joe, for both teams, this is a huge um, opener for the year for them. Uh, uh, it would be huge for either one of them to come away with a conference win, first game of the season. I'd say it's big for either team. Obviously, I think there's more on the line for Syracuse, but Louisville coming into the Dome and winning would give them huge momentum. Obviously, it doesn't take away from the fact that if the Orange would win, it would give them a giant boost as well. But uh, either way, a lot riding on this first game of the season, Joe. And uh, we'll get into picks. But um, I feel better about this, I think, more without knowing much. So, uh, you know, we'll see. The, the Malik Cunningham and four running backs is, is, makes me a little nervous. I'm going to be honest. I just found out about the running backs today.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously that the backup from Tennessee is a really good running back. And obviously, you know, Joar Jordan's on that list who was a transfer from Syracuse. Uh, they got him listed as, you know, and the second running back with Travion Cooley and Jalen Mitchell. So they're all there. They all have, um, they all have talent. And the one thing, you know, with, with Louisville is that they return four out of their five offense alignment. Um, you know, they return, you know, an H back in uh, Marshawn Ford, who is an NFL prospect slash tight end. He's a tweener between a tight end slash receiver with the tight end Des Melton, who who had a pretty good year as well. So offensively, their question mark is their wide receivers. They lost three of their top four wide receivers from last year. Um, and obviously, Malik Cunningham is just a human highlight film, not quite Lamar Jackson, but um
1: <laughs> same type of same type of
2: yeah thing. so so really when you look at it it's a situation where you know it, there's a little scary for me because i look at our offensive line and now we just kind of got a hope that you know we can bring a lot of pressure bring some people in the box and that our back end guys can you I mean, know play what... play man and hold on to these you know you know be able to take care of these receivers by themselves without having you know a lot of Help up top because we're going to need help with the run game and with stopping Malik Cunningham and the running backs and everything like that. So, yeah, Tyon Evans and Malik Cunningham with that offensive line. And then you throw in Marshawn Ford, who's, you know, NFL prospect. I mean, they definitely have talent uh, on offense, but they're also definitely not a complete offense. And they did have some issues with turnovers last year. Um, which we have is- we've had issues turning the ball over as far as a defensive team. But again, we've, we've talked about that and we think that, that that's going to change a little bit. Um, as far as defensive, de- defensive wise goes, it looks like they're, they run a three, four. Um, so they're still going to have the same type of look that we are, but instead of having, you know, five D backs, um, they just have four D backs and four linebackers. So you're going to see a linebacker come up and come up from the end and everything like that. But, um, you know, they have an Arizona state transfer with Jermaine Lowell, uh, and Des tell, uh, those two at the nose tackle seem to be coming along. Their defensive ends are 270, 280. Uh, I mean, they got some athletic size over there. Um, and, uh, they also brought in another transfer, uh, from old miss, Uh, will linebacker momo sanogo so uh, they do
1: what's that that's fun to say
2: it is it actually was i looked at it and i was like oh god i'm gonna butcher this and then when i went through i'm like oh momo sanogo that's easy um so and you know their defensive bag and they get katrell clark as the corner's pretty good i mean they got some you know chandler jones some guys some names we've heard but at the end of the day this this defense wasn't you know, a world beater last year. I know that they looked great against us, but that was near the end of the year when we had some depth issues. Well, and
1: their their overall defense finished 77th
2: last year. Right.
1: Their overall the, offense finished 41st, and, and um, that's where it was at.
2: Right. And they lost some guys, but they also have some experience and some stuff like that. So, again, I mean, it's going to be a competitive game, but they are bringing in some transfers and – um you know they got a little bit of turnover in some positions where sometimes you know you'd like to have those two three four non-conference games before a conference game to kind of get things right um now and I, I believe they have a new offensive coordinator who's also going to be their wide receiver coach so we'll see how that goes and how that translates to these new these new wide receivers but uh, realistically that's going to be what it is it's the first game you know, they have a, both teams have a little bit of turnover. They have new coaches in different places, and you know, like what Scott Satterfield said, it's like the first game is like a cat or, cat, or, cat and mouse type game. You know, you try to figure out what the other teams are doing, try to make adjustments. Maybe you hold some yeah. cards for the third, fourth quarter. You know, like so. Don't, it's don't you be...
1: don't you think there's more unknowns for Louisville coming into this game than there is for Syracuse, though? I mean, doesn't Syracuse? Don't you think they should have a pretty good grip on what Louisville is going to do? Whereas Louisville may not have, especially on the defensive end, which is where the matchup needs to be. Do you think that you know if they've if they have gotten as good or if they have gotten as um, gotten better at this three three five defense as they lead on? It would be you know something to to worry about if you're Louisville cuz you really don't know
2: so you're if, right you're right on that point but um on the flip side Tony White's been there for what two years three this years this is
1: his third this is his third year right
2: third year so the two years that we've played against Louisville it hasn't looked great no and it hasn't. Gra- and, and granted like it's been they've been it's been at Louisville it's been later in the season haven't necessarily been as healthy as we want to be so obviously those are factors, but that's the one thing that scares me because it seems to me like Louisville kind of has a grasp on how to beat this defense. But like you said.
1: We don't even we, know really what it's going to look like. Like we don't. That's know. what I'm
2: saying because we're full. We're, I mean, I was looking at the depth chart yesterday that, that Syracuse released, and I'm looking at the defensive backs in every single position, too deep. That's 10 players. They've all played meaningful snaps in Power 5 football. And then you throw in the the cornerbacks, and there's depth there. And then you look at the linebackers, and obviously the backup linebackers, they need to prove it a little bit, but the starters are good. So, um, yeah, I mean, we don't even know, again, what you said. We don't know exactly how that's going to look, and hopefully it would look better than what it did last year. Uh, but that question mark is, you know, just losing that whole defensive line. And a defensive line in their first game that's going against – a Louisville team that's returning four or five starters from the line on top of their tight ends and all that jazz with Malik Cunningham and, you know, a running back that came from Tennessee. So, I mean, you're going to see a lot of run to set up the pass. And obviously it's going to be by the running backs and by Malik Cunningham. So, um, you know, there's those questions. Those are the matchups you want to look at. You know, can our corners lock down these receivers that have little experience so that, we can stop the running game and stop Malik Cunningham from having big plays. I'm sure there'll be a couple of breakout plays, but you know, and then the other question is, is how much better did Louisville's defense get, you know, but by the time we played them last year, I'm, I mean, our offense didn't look great. So again, it's very tough when you look at it, because when you look at the last three years, especially the last two, they kind of just whooped us and hadn't even been close, but just the situation is different now. And um, with our new offensive coordinators and coach, and with the fact that we did return 17 out of 22 starters, like I would say, like you said, there we have more experience coming back. It's just Louisville might have a situation where they had talent waiting to just come up and play. So you know, it's it's uh, that's why that's why the spread's at like three <laughs> well, <laughs> because I, nobody really knows. You we know can to- sit here and speculate, but I don't even think that the damn sharks that bet know
1: yeah I thought it grew to four and a half, but no, did it didn't. I thought so now yeah,
2: I'll take a look. Don't quote me on that you know who I am the that stuff um, but did you take yeah, did you see our uh, depth chart that came through?
1: yeah, I mean I guess um four you know there wasn't a whole lot of surprise I'm looking at it right now there's not a whole lot of surprises on it, I guess except for um around a Gadsden.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Being the tight end. Yeah. yeah. I think again, that's just um, a situation where I think that's just telling that, you know, you're going to be moving these people around all over the place. I can see them lining him up in a tight end position, but using him as a receiver to get the mismatches.
1: Right. Does it have anything to do with just using the tight end, getting someone in there that's got maybe better hands that can be used in short yardage situations just to kind of mix it up and, keep the options oh, yeah. open you know for
2: absolutely but it also can't be a tell
1: it can't be yeah yeah i agree you know
2: it can't be a situation where well when max mang is in we're they're gonna they run it 90 percent of the time True. and when around it gets is in they pass it 90 percent of the time. it can't right. be a tell so that's the one thing that i worry about because he doesn't have the 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 weight really traditional weight to be a tight end to be able to run block and go against dns and linebackers and stuff but Again, that we know that these coaches find interesting ways to get matchups and get people the ball. So, um, I mean, I'm going to keep my trust in them, you know. And I think the only other thing that was really exciting to me was seeing three true freshmen. Um, Gear. Well, he's a retro freshman, oh, right? But,
1: yeah, is, three, but
2: three, three true, three true freshmen break the two deep with LaQuinn um, Lequ- 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 Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, running the running back and with uh, oh that's Jere- right that
1: was another that was another bit of a surprise too yeah that's true
2: and uh, Jeremiah Wilson in the two deep for the um, the corner there and then also um, Dennis Jacquez Jr. in the two deep mm-hmm. for the defensive end he's a true freshman and well as well and then when you look at their their transfers I mean Juwan Price we know they mean he's going to be the number three and there's still room for him um, to get some you know, to help, especially on special teams. Um, but, you know, looking at, like, Isaiah Johnson on the cor- is the corner out of Dartmouth making the two deep. And then Braylon, uh, what was it, um, Clark Elijah Clark and then Braylon Oliver being the one-two over there at the free safety. You know, those guys are both transfers that came over. So,
1: About, you know, just Carlos Del-, Del Rio Wilson.
2: Carlos Del Rio Wilson, yeah. So, um, you know, just seeing these guys break the two deep, uh, it, it really kind of it, it makes it, it makes me excited about obviously the future, but obviously you know that they did get some guys that
1: uh, that are that are worth playing, putting on a depth chart, and
2: yeah, especially the true freshmen, right? Yeah, so that's exciting to me. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, it, yeah the, the it, whole
1: it, go ahead.
2: No, no, go ahead.
1: I, I was going to say the whole the whole thing's exciting, um, and like I, I I've said already, and I said. Last week, it's the unknowns that I'm excitedly nervous about. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I can see this game going a number of ways, and that's except for a Syracuse blowout. (laughs) You know, I I I can see this thing being tight and losing. I can see it being tight and winning. I can see this thing being uh, just Syracuse unprepared, because that's just where you know what I'm used to.
2: So, yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? I
2: mean, I'm I'm not going to lie. I mean, I kind of disagree as far as that goes. I, I just I feel like...
1: You feel like it's going to be close?
2: No, I'm just I'm saying that I think that there could be any type of, of matchup. Because I think that the reason why Louisville has beaten us the last two years is because they jump on us early. And then we get forced to pass, which hasn't been our strong suit. And then they basically just beat our butts, you know? Um but Louisville's kind of the same team, and um we've never had Malik Cunningham in a situation where
1: we've they're that, do- they're
2: that. down and he's feeling the pressure against our home crowd it's our the home know, crowd's 12th, the thing. our twelfth man yeah. and actually have to make these meaningful throws in coverage downfield because last year he made a lot of mistakes when it came to games like that, and you know it cost him I mean they made a bowl game, but um. I mean, they lost four of their seven losses, I think, were six points or less. And there was a lot of mistakes in those games because it was a close game and there was some pressure. So that's why I just I I, I like our chances as long as we don't come out and lay an egg in Louisville, don't come out and just blow us out like it's been the past couple of years. Because when it gets out of hand, it's just shown to be kind of difficult de- to get back.
1: Well, it's demoralizing. There's, there's really, it's really hard for Syracuse to claw their way back. You know, it's, it's not. They're not a come from behind, win from behind team. They're just
2: no, just, not down three possessions. No.
1: So um, it could get agonizing if, if that's how, if that's how it's going to go. I personally don't feel that way, but I mean, you know. I don't want to get too optimistic, but I, I, I am, like I said, cautiously optimistic about the whole thing. So,
2: Yeah, uh, I'm just I, saying last year with 8.19 to go in the second, eight minutes to go in the second quarter.
1: 28 to. 28 to three. Three, yeah,
2: okay. At halftime, it was 35 to three. I mean, I don't know what you do to that, you know, and we yeah. only ended up, we held them to two field goals in the second half at that point it was over anyway. So, I know what I, I do? Th-
1: I, 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 I bury my face in a pillow.
2: <laughs> what I do I mean, but but that's that's the type of teams that we have I mean yeah, I think these are two teams that are built to come back from those type of deficits so that's why I do see a closer game and I do think that you know the 12th man um, is definitely going to help this year without a doubt I mean Dino talked about that so um, yeah
1: well in this situation in particular it's going to be uh, different it's going to be Completely different for coach and quarterback. They haven't been there. Last time they were there, they got demolished. I think they had an interim coach. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but they had an interim coach step in for the year. And,
2: yeah, but I think it was an interim coach, and it was the quarterback between Lamar Jackson and yeah. Malik Willis.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, okay, so I asked all of you on the socials to go ahead and give me your picks. I wanted Louisville at Syracuse final score predictions. We're going to um, talk about those real quick. And I'm trying to see if... I have my score already written down, so I haven't looked at these yet. Uh, Dan on Facebook, 38-24 to 24, Syracuse. Okay. Uh, Chris on Facebook, 31-21 Louisville, unfortunately. Uh, Khan on Facebook, 17-10 Cuse. Now... That's a low, I have mine somewhat high scoring because I feel like it's it needs to be. For Syracuse to win, I feel like it needs to, they're going to have to put up some points. Um, they're going to have to keep up. Uh, Alex on Facebook, 24 to 21 Qs, so another low scoring one. Uh, Jeff on Facebook, 27 to 10 Louisville. And then, holy cow, okay, I got a bunch of responses on... The Twitter. Let me see here, real quick. Let me pull this up. Okay. We changed our profile picture. Joe probably doesn't even know that.
2: No, I'm not on Twitter, so.
1: It's on Facebook too. No. Oh. Uh okay. At Fossman44, 2720 Orange. At Chad and Qes. Louisville forty-two, Syracuse fifteen. That's a rough. Mm. That's a tough fifteen right there. They worked for that in that scenario. Mm.
2: Five uh, field goals.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pathetic. Uh, so at Old Hank thirty-two, uh, Cuse forty-five, Louisville twenty-eight. Our boy uh, Captain Patrick at Old Cuse on the Twitter thirty-four thirty. He doesn't tell me who wins, Patrick. Hello. You got to give me the winner, bro. The winner. At Jed Sestaro, 44 to nothing. Those are boring to me, guys. 44 mm. to nothing. That's so trite. Uh, Us? Huh?
2: Us? Yeah.
1: 44 to orange. Yeah. 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 That's, you yeah. know, that's, you know, I think about it a little bit. Give me something. At EJ625464, <laughs> 27 to 24, Syracuse. At Chris02M. 30-27, Syracuse. Uh, at Andrew Burrows, Burrows 17, 51-33. Golly day, Louisville. Um, Man, there's a bunch of these. I, I'll, I'll, let me just finish them up. At, let's just say Grant on Facebook. All right, 31-16, Orange. The Loud House will be loud. Tucker was unpleased with the Louisville game last year. Uh, Michael Jones owes them two extra quarters of something from uh, the soft-ass targeting call last year. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, Tom on the Twitter, Cuse44, mm-hmm. Louisville22. Okay, double them up, of course. At Cusewaterboy, 34-31 Syracuse, hashtag SchmidtHappens. And what we got here? Noah, by the way, at No Blanchard 44, 3521 Qs. He, he, uh, he sent uh, a DM with the score, and that's what spurred on me doing this. So thank you, Noah. At Doc Verland, cards 35, Qs 13. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's a mix.
2: All over the place.
1: It's all over the place. So with that said, it is time for us to pick. And, Joe, you know, it's fine. I like putting you on the spot. So uh, I'll go first. And then we got a, a speaker request here on... What is this app again? I forget. Oh, my gosh. Spotify Live. Spotify Live.
2: I thought it was Green Room.
1: It is called Spotify Live. And I just... I think I Learned about it. Okay. No, I just... I thought I just... um, I thought I just closed out of it. But we got one in there. Um, What I'm going to do with Spotify Live is I am going to use it for the prediction segment of the preview show and the fan feedback segment of the um, post-game show. What do we call that?
2: Post-game show?
1: Is that what we call it? Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think we can keep it pretty uh, you know, we simple. We kept it
1: that simple. Okay. Uh, so we'll do that for the fan feedback segment of that show uh, after the coach montage. So just so you know, um, Spotify Live for both football shows is here. If you forgot, we do a preview show and, uh, and, uh, and a post game show for every football game. So, um, all right. We start fresh, Joe. Fresh slate, new year, new team, new coaches. Um, Louisville coming into the Dome, big, big game. And, it, it, you know, I can't remember a game this big to start ever in my life, probably. Right? I mean, do you? I mean, I can't think of one. That's all no, I'm
2: not recently. No. So, anyway. You want to go back he, to the 90s and we're playing Tennessee and Michigan and all them.
1: Yeah, true. I don't know if they're for any of those are first game of the season, though. But, hey. We can. Will someone will fact check us? I'm sure. Sure. Feel free to DM. Um. It would be huge. N- n- I want nothing more than Syracuse to pluck this win. I've pre- I predicted a seven and five season for Syracuse. Um. It's kind of hinged on this game right here. So. Unfortunately, I feel like if we lose this game, my prediction is going to um, go with it. So I stayed true to my prediction. I felt like they had to have this game to get it. So I'm I'm choosing Syracuse to win. I think the fans play a huge role in this. I don't know if you saw Babers welcoming in the incoming freshman class, but they're hyped. They're ready to go. The um, Otto's Army last year was lit, as the kids say. It's been the, that's been the best student section I've seen in years. And um, I think that it only gets better this year. They're going to have to stay loud even when things aren't going perfect. That's the main thing with Syracuse fans is that they quiet down too quick. You have to stay in the game. You have to realize as, as, as Syracuse fans, they need you. They're going to need you big in this game. And if you can do it, I think they'll pull it off 31-28 to 28 Syracuse.
2: Oh, dude. So close. Really? So close. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You're right. In his his press conference, he did talk about that. And he thought that last year's freshman class for the Ottos army was, was good. And he came out and said, and again, this, this might just be, you know, a coach coach speak saying what he needs to say, but he said that this freshman class is, is even more impressive. So um, if they can come in and do better and replace, what seniors had left and everything like that, then, um, yeah, I think that we're better for it. And honestly, looking at it, too, I just feel like this Syracuse team, there's too many players on this team that have just got bullied by Louisville who, I mean, they're a Michael good Jones.
1: team. Michael Jones oh. is chomping at the bit.
2: Oh, dude. There's more. It's more than just him. That's all. That's all we've seen. You know what I mean? Like, so my my thing is, is that like everybody on Syracuse has got all the motivation in the world, especially game one to go in there against Louisville. And I don't know if Louisville thinks the same way. You know, I mean, we got UConn week two. Um, You know, they play us, and then the next Friday they got to go to Central Florida, and then they got Florida State at home. So I mean, I don't know. When sometimes things like this happen, where you know you look at Louisville and they might look, coaches are always going to tell you not to look past opponents, not to do this, not to do that. But it's hard sometimes in the college, um, the student athletes' mind when it's like, oh, we kicked their ass forty-one to three last year. Oh, they haven't came close to us in three. You know, I, and I'm not saying that they're going to look past it, but there's a lot of things that they're still going to have to fix. It's the first game; they're coming to Syracuse. I think it's going to be a rowdy crowd. Um, and you're facing a team that's way more hungrier to beat you than you are to beat
1: them. And the fans are hungry, too. They're, they're, they are so ready for this game and to, and to have a game this big at the Dome on a Saturday night. That's It doesn't get any more. You, you, as a fan, go walking into the Dome. You don't get any more freaking hyped up than that. That place is going to be rocking at the start of that game. The only thing missing is an intro song. For these guys, I mean, we gotta gotta get something going with that <laughs> I mean seriously it's far past time to get something That going should with
2: that. be I don't think it should be a issue I mean you should be able to get your captains together and get a song you know, pick a song for that season right
1: five but, minutes alone pantera that's my
2: that's my but <laughs> but we talked about it right, and I mean this is a big game, I think for both schools um Uh, And like what you said, I think Louisville could probably still make a bowl if they lose to us first game. I don't know if that's the same for us. And I don't really care about my predictions because that always changes all the time. Um, But as far as this game goes, honestly, uh, I see a highly, highly motivated Syracuse team. And um, I'm going to go a little bit higher than you, but I'm thinking something like a Thirty four to twenty eight win by Syracuse.
1: Oh man. Okay. That is close. All right. Uh, we got Michael on the Spotify, Spotify live. Live. I can hear myself, Michael. I
0: can hear myself, Michael. Oh, hold on. <laughs> God. Can you hear me all right? I can
1: hear you I can and hear me. You
0: and me. Ugh, crap. Hold on a second
1: guy <laughs> this he, guy he, this guy uh everybody always calls us when they're like vehicles yes it's much better yeah get you guys, out of
2: your dreams and get into your car
1: <laughs> but you guys oh gotta,
2: my god
1: you guys got to understand when you when i'm on the bluetooth speaker i hear myself and it comes across that way anyway michael what's up welcome maybe you're back just crazy maybe it's possible i'll have to listen to the playback
0: <laughs> uh, you guys are so glad Dude I was, I was literally about to say the same scores <laughs> I had uh, 3421 cues.
1: Okay so guest Michael 3421
0: Yeah and you know what Joe You're a piece of crap by the way
1: <sighs> Wow that's brutal Joe you gonna take I, te- that?
0: I text him all the time He texts me back two days later And answers me with some Ambiguous text that does not Answer my question
1: uh, okay. What was the question? Maybe I can help you.
0: I was trying to figure out what kind of headphones you have. Oh, and so Joe's okay. Like, oh, hold on one second. Hold on I one don't second. Think they work with Bluetooth, and then he just stops talking to me. And he, I was like,
1: he sends me a text that says, "Hey, what kind of headphones does Sean use? My ear, <laughs> my my AirPods are about to shit the bed." And I go,
2: uh, "I showed like, you that text when we were hanging out." Yeah, that was me.
1: Yeah, he told me later that was you. But I, yeah, when when I first saw it, I'm like, is he? Who's he texting? Is he texting me about my? I, anyway, I I have Audio Technica, um, studio headphones. What was the other ones you had? I had a. Um, no, I only had. Two, I only have two for the podcast. Yeah, I only have two for the podcast. One is the Audio Technica ones I have right now, and then the other one is Audio Technica, but they have a microphone attached to them. They're like a broadcaster. Headside.
0: Oh, I thought I. Sorry, I thought I thought you told me another brand. Anyway, well, l- listen, it's really awesome to hear from you guys again. Well, thank you. I've been starved for for content here.
1: Well, uh you know, it is like we don't aim to you please. You can blame Summer for that. <laughs> we don't aim to please. I'm sorry, we don't. Uh, You know, if we really wanted to aim to please, we would do something every week. But um we love the listeners that we have and they know what to expect because we do the same thing every year <laughs>
0: and, they, and they always it come literally, back literally every year.
1: <laughs> you literally every year. We're not trying to, um, you know, break any glass ceilings with this thing is just two local dudes who both live in the South. Now, you know, I just think, um, you know, everybody needs a break. It's kind of like a job and not for Joe. So no, let's Joe's clarify. <laughs> let's clarify. He just shows up. Okay. Yeah, uh, Joe this, just
0: goes along for the ride.
1: He just sits at his girl's computer and, and, and <laughs> has a bunch of has a bunch of windows open and clicks back and forth. on me, I got to put the I got to put the the montage together. I got to do all the editing for it. I got to edit the show afterwards and get that. I'm going to bed at like eleven o'clock midnight when we start this thing at seven. Joe always says, "You know what time you want to do it." This is to the point of the text that you got two days <laughs> at, later. At, what time do you want to do it?
0: 6.45.
1: I want to do it at 6 o'clock, Joe. Oh, well, oh, how about normal time? Well, what's normal time, Joe? Uh, 7 o'clock, 7.30. I'm like, okay, let's try for 7. <laughs> sure enough, most of the time it's 7.30. But today I got to give him props. He got here at 7 o'clock. Super proud of him. Um, very punctual today. And, uh, you know, if, <laughs> I, I just I couldn't be happier. If if I could start at seven, I'm good because it takes me four hours to edit the thing and put it up.
2: I wish we had a video. <laughs> I wish we had a video. You
1: four hours, Sean. Four. Four hours. Working my oh. fingers to the
2: bone. Oh God. I guess you <laughs> look, I guess I'll be the scapegoat for this first episode. i just Mike, I'm sorry I'm a piece of crap. Ah, you're all right, Joe. Look, I, I, I reached out to him. That's all I had. I don't know about that stuff, but I did ask. I did show him. I did screenshot. It wasn't like I just left you out there in the dark.
0: You know. You know what we could we could solve this situation beer? is if you just beer. You, no, if Sean, if you just send me your cell phone number in a DM or something like that. They, it, they, we we would have to bypass the middleman. You, you know, <laughs> Joe being technologically impaired. Te- are you Look, on
1: Twitter? Uh, are you are you on Twitter or anything?
0: Yeah, I'm on all of them. Are you okay? All right. Yeah. Well, hit me up. You can find me on
2: there. Anyway. No, but, no, no. Uh, no
1: okay. Michael, okay, one rule. You find us.
2: Uh, all right. Look, you, okay. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. I'm not on Twitter. So if you're not going to be on Twitter, then that's all, Sean. All right? And outside of my job, I am a horrible middleman. I want to let everybody know. <laughs> that's true.
1: Uh, also, Twitter, Twitter, I'm getting, you know, we disappear from Twitter for weeks at a time in the off season. So I'm back.
0: It's probably um, a good thing. That thing is toxic.
1: I don't scroll Twitter. I post to Twitter.
0: Oh, it's, it's the worst. I yeah. only look for you guys on Twitter. Literally, that's it.
1: Oh well, thank you. you have been looking a long time here recently.
0: Yeah, so. I just, I just search, <laughs> I just search Q's Militia, and that's it, and I'm done.
1: Well, you uh, get get ready. I, I plan on, I plan on amping up the amping. I got to get my uh, the algorithm back because when you don't post for a long time and you just kind of just s- sit stale. It takes a while for, especially on Facebook, for people to start seeing your stuff again. So um, I'm going to do the polls. I'm going to do all that stuff. We'll always do the the prediction stuff um, to have fun with for the previews and obviously fan feedback. So um, hit me up. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll shoot you my number. That's fine. If you got any questions about anything, you let me know. All right, Michael, I appreciate you uh, sitting in the spotify live green room yeah waiting waiting.
0: for joe to finish his long-winded oh my god i know
1: tell me about it i gotta give him the old wrap it up symbol every once in a while that's
0: all he does is just talk 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 (laughs) (laughs) hey uh so quick quick thing though um so going back to the michael jones thing when you guys saw the uh the press conference man he just he's like bouncing on his toes like he's He's ready to roll, man. And I got to imagine his whole linebacker core is the same way. Like, well, those guys uh, are going to eat some people.
1: He's pretty proud of them all. He's got a, he's got a, a lot of good things to say. But who, well, wouldn't, the fact who they, wouldn't, right, though? So the, I want to see it.
0: Bab, you know, the Babers said that this may be the best line linebacker core he's ever seen. And that includes, like, Trill Williams and, like, all those other guys. <laughs> Ifantu and, like, all, all those guys that, like, are in N- NFL right now. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean that's pretty it. impressive, and the guy knows what he's talking about. Besides the fact, like you know, he's not super winningest coach in the world, but I don't know, like, super
1: winningest. That's 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 a yeah,
0: uh, super winningest. Yeah, that's cutting it, yeah. cuttin it, yeah. cuttin it a little short.
1: That's cutting it a little short. He's got Terrible. time to make. Okay. He's got time to make that up. I think uh, it starts know, this year. I, hopefully,
0: I think I think we're gonna surprise some people this year. I really do, and I I don't say that lightly.
1: Okay, well we will know a lot we will and you know what the good thing about this year starting the way that we're starting with you know louisville and then game one and game four is virginia the i'm not putting a lot of hope behind virginia but it's still a conference game and um the thing is is uh, you're going to know a lot after saturday for and, sure and um i think we'll have a pretty good gauge of 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 how this is going to go and what they need to do to, to get better. So, uh, Michael, appreciate it, man. Uh, don't be a stranger. Uh, we'll see you back in the green room again. All right, bud. Absolutely. Take care.
0: And, uh, Thunderstruck should be the opening song, by the way. Uh, okay. Mm. All right. A bid
1: for Thunderstruck. All right. I can get a, I can get a poll going with this. I can get a poll. Oh, going you should. I will. Wait, didn't you do one last year? I did, but I forgot the results. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I'm fascinated with it though. And I just love I just love the Pantera riffs. You can almost pick any Pantera song and and just dub just keep looping the chorus and yeah. it, it would be enough for me. But I understand not everybody's in. Makes that, you want to so. run
0: through a brick wall.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. So we'll see. We'll All put right, the, guys, we'll put I'll that together. Go. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All
0: right. Take take it easy. Easy. All
1: right. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> um, okay. So, um,
2: Listen. Tell you what. You, for me. You, look for me. I hope that we do good because I want to be able to go to that. Wake Forest is the second to last game, and
1: you going to that? Just
2: I would like to. It's
1: right around my birthday. <laughs> if this,
2: if this uh, season takes a turn for the worst early, then I don't know.
1: Well, we'll see. If um, you know going into Boston College, if if they could be doing something special. Finish out the season strong it'd be yeah. worth it'd be worth the drive for me to two what three hours yeah so um anyways there's something to think about it's right around my birthday it's just after my birthday November nineteenth um so all right listen um, utilize utilize the green room the spotify live because it's the best, most flawless way, as long as you're not on the Bluetooth in your car to 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 get on, <laughs> give us your thoughts. We had one guy one, that was two times in the car. We had Dominic one time driving his mail truck. It must have not had any doors. Um, <clears throat> there was someone bathing a kid. there was someone uh, we've had all kinds of things.
2: I think a lot of that was Michael. <laughs>
1: That might be true.
2: Seventy-five uh, no, percent of what you just said, I think, was him.
1: Okay, but, might be true. Uh, hey, any- look. Yes,
2: he calls. He calls in. He, he wants to be part of the show. It's all good.
1: Yeah, you abs- gotta, you
2: absolutely. know, give your kid a bath, or you're driving and you're on if YouTube. You- and You gotta pull over on the highway. You know, and I mean Dude. that's. That's dedicated that's
1: good I want I'm the one eat. I want the one at the restaurant where I say where the hell are you and, and someone no. tells me I'm at dinner with my wife
2: I'm not just gonna call him a piece of crap for calling and you know he's on his YouTube or his Bluetooth you know or you know he's oh I was giving my daughter a bath oh yeah piece of crap nah you know not messing my you know thank you for your um,
1: participation yes yes okay I want all of you to participate as well be on the lookouts on the social Socials, plural, all two of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're hitting it hard this year, man. I'm dedicated now, so uh, so socials. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait uh, to get on the socials and and hit it hard and um, get the polls rolling and all that other good stuff. And that's what this show is about. That's this show is for all of you. That's why that's what it was designed for. So um, we appreciate. Speaking of all of you, we appreciate all of you for listening, hanging out with us. This was the Louisville preview. Can't wait for Saturday night. It's gonna oh, be a lot yeah, of fun.
2: Can't wait. Saturday's gonna be a long day.
1: It's gonna be. It is for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out.
2: Peace.
0: Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate, not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane.